Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we talk about nerdy news that interests, that's of interest to us. And? Uh, and we answer your questions, um, both from patron listeners and listeners like you. That wasn't yeah. the worst opening, but let's go. <laughs> if you would like to submit questions, you can submit them to questions at nerdon.tv. But let's get into the news that we're excited about. There's yeah. So news, like the new Neon Genesis Evangelion. Why don't you what's say that with a little gumption? What's new about it? There's a whole new English cast. Like, they redid the entire thing. Who's they? They as in a new English dub cast. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. <laughs> wow. And that's exciting because uh, listening back to the original, it's it has that, like, nostalgia to it. But hearing the, the new dub is like night and day it's it's yeah. a lot shinji's very girl night and day shinji sounds so much more like a girl shout out to casey mongilo she is great shout out um uh it was it's very strange because i'm i'm of the voiceover world so a lot of my friends are actually in this um and of course i'm a terrible friend and can't remember the specific names of people that they were what a good friend, I'm all, bad friend. all i know is that the director uh who did all the voice directing Kerry uh, kiernan yeah is the voice of misato yeah. Who has yeah. a penguin in her refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Mm. For those who don't know, Neon Genesis Evangelion is one of the most prolific animes of all time. Oh, yeah. It pretty much uh, was a big subversion of the mobile suit genre and became and had a lot of uh, Christian evangelical, since the name, uh, themes that, uh, you know, made it through the, the world and decades of life. Nice. And Sweet. It, I've heard it, good things. Yeah. It's, it's very chaotic. And there are things that are a little bit confusing, but once you research a little more, I'm do the research yourself. A quick Google search will teach you a lot about about the uh, the series and whatnot. But nice. it's, it's it's very cool. It's very cool to read about the creator and what they went through um, making this series. I mean, they were receiving death threats. Yeah, I mean, and the, that I actually imagine. ends up in the show. It's yeah. in. Like the series. I mean, for some death threats. For someone like me who oh. grew up Buddhist, because my family, you know, forced it upon me, as good families do. Um, <laughs> and know it watching this, I was like, I didn't Lutheran. have to research a lot of stuff because I could just get. I'm like, okay, God, Adam, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, uh, another big thing I think with this is like Netflix again doubling down on the anime, and it's kind of becoming like a foreshadow of like what's to come with Netflix and like mm. how are they going to combat, you know, um, property battles between Apple and Amazon and Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of uproar about people being upset about having a new dub because they're very, you know. Because they went out and destroyed the old and I don't dub. like it. Oh, <laughs> is that what happened with this too? Because um, that's what happened with Totoro. You said yeah, people had conversations. It well, people are just mad because you know they had one it's thing that they different. really enjoyed, and it's different. Now. Oh, remember? And, it's yeah, not the thing that I grew up with, and that changes it because it's different. No, it didn't fucking change anything. Yeah, you it, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, though: people might not like the performances as much too, which is a valid. And that's fine. And you still have your original one. If it's still <laughs> out there, yeah, unlike Totoro, which you can't get. But no, you could buy it on that thing that Ali hates DVD. Which Totoro? I have. No. Well, I mean, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, yeah. I'll like, if you loved it so much, really you hard. had it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had mine already. Yeah. And I let my friend borrow it. Shout out to Charlie, you punk. Still have it. You <gasps> punk. He literally, he literally as had long it. As they, I mean, like, yeah, no one has the right to get that upset over it unless, like, literally what happens. Like, you can't find the original Totoro unless you want to pay 
close to three hundred dollars for a, a DVD. Yeah. Wow. Which is insane. But as long as you can get it other places. Hopefully then. that's not the case no. for this. But I don't yeah. think I don't think Viz and Funimation are gonna be like, no, you can't buy the original one. But no. also watch Standalone Complex, which is the Blu-ray DVD really released when they make it in movies anyway. So anyways. Anywho. Next news. Josh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just have a couple of brief things that more so piqued my interest of like, oh, One story. that's fun. Um, I had, I think it's cool that Jamie Lee Curtis, she's set to return for the Halloween 2 and they're supposed to start um, yeah. filming uh, this fall, which is awesome. Shout out to Danny McBride for bringing that franchise yeah. back. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. So, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm excited to see. The first one or the second one? Because the first, this is this this is a sequel I mean, to this. Really, this will be the third, technically, in the, the third, Halloween technically, franchise. Yes. So the second one. Sorry, I was thinking of the the revamps, uh, ish. Sequels. Uh, sequels. Um, I also was very no no no. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, what is horror? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there were like a billion of these movies. There are, but the what's cool about this new one that they released last year Ollie, was that like the, they're pretty much acting as if. The other oh, ones didn't happen. Think of it like Got this. It. Before uh, Avengers, there was a multiverse of movies. And that's what Halloween is. Me. It's a multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. There was a cinematic um, universe of movies. The other thing that kind of piqued my interest was just the, the Vertigo DC thing. Because so many of the comics that are on Vertigo are, are of my favorites. Are of my favorites. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they're just kind of rebranding it into their whole thing so yeah. it just piqued my interest thought it was interesting so a little add on top of the DC Vertigo thing uh, Vertigo recently just got revived and that line of comic books like was like probably a year or so ago um, because they, they stopped making stories for them and like when New 52 like Hellblazer John Constantine got thrown into DC um, but spoken from you know the you know the public announcement was like DC is canceling Vertigo so a lot of people are really sad because Vertigo is really you know V for Vendetta Why Last Man uh, Walking Dead no Walking Dead's no. Image um, but Swamp Thing uh, Sandman yeah. um, Fables um, all these really big prolific stories that's done a lot and Telltale actually had a lot of their IP and did a lot of games with them um, but Jim Lee who we all know who did Hush who did a lot of work on X-Men who did um, he's a prolific artist right now you could also watch him on Twitch doing artist renderings oh. um, he's part of the board of DC and said like we're not canceling the books the books will continue to come yeah. out but they're all just going to be under DC's label and DC has currently started DC Black Label and Corey knows uh, that's where they had uh, Batman's penis come out. Yep, first nice. time ever. Um, yeah. Batman's penis, but uh, owns it. Pretty much DC DC Black has been their way of kind of doing mature audience, uh, eighteen plus content because DC and Marvel both have had a problem trying to make those books come out. Um, the only one that's really the main king of it is Image. Hmm. Image has really really good uh, adult content comic books. Yeah. So, Ollie. Uh, not a whole lot of news on my end this week, although there was one article that kind of stuck out to me, and it's in regards to Destiny. <laughs> Funny enough. Uh, what? I know, I'm so crazy. shocked. Wow. Uh, so it, it was just, it's more like exciting, and I think, Corey, you'll get a, a kick out of this one. It's full uh, game. As you know, uh, Destiny, or Bungie and Activision are split, mm -hmm. and, womp, womp. you know, uh, we're starting to see more and more of what essentially... Uh, Activision was kind of like enforcing onto Bungie as far as like what how they should run the game and, yeah. and their side of uh, the business. And another uh, product of them being independent has shown itself as they reported a few days ago uh, on their uh, blog uh, last week. And it was the fact that they're basically going back to the Eververse store, which is their microtransaction store, and yeah. they're completely redoing it. 
Yeah. And they're making it, they're essentially, from what I can tell, they're essentially either getting rid of, if they're not getting rid of like the loot box, quote unquote, where you get random stuff, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be something that you can purchase. Yeah. Um, or loot boxes. What did, uh, what did EA call them? Surprise, surprise mechanics. mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, I'm sorry. That's not even, cl- anyways, uh, that's a whole different discussion. But this one, it's going to essentially, there's, there's going to be a current, there's already a currency in the game called Bright Dust. Uh, now it's going to be something that you can earn in game from just playing activities. Oh, nice. And then you can use that Bright Dust to buy items, uh, certain items from the store that are going to be rotating week to week. Uh, or if you want, you can spend your money and buy things with real money, more kind of like buying skins and buying things like that. Okay. But the random uh, gambling sort of parts of it surprise has mechanics. been gone. And in fact, anything that ha- the surprise mechanics are gone and anything that is like a surprise mechanic uh, in-game will dismantle into in- in-game currencies. Like, oh, nice. Like glimmer and shards and things to upgrade your there weapons. You go. So they're making it just complete. They're kind of removing the aspect of it. Yeah, Twice. exactly. I thought when you said this would excite Corey that with every purchase of Destiny, you get a Baskin Robbins gift card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would actually. But then he would have two. Yeah. Because he would still get the Man chocolate chip for life. <laughs> I love Baskin Robbins, y'all. Nice. Banana Royale. Mm. Banana Royale. It's my favorite. Yeah, well, because you get any ice cream you want, oh. but then you get bananas. I was like, is that James Bond? Cashew Royale or something? No, like? <laughs> it's just two scoops of ice cream with uh, fudge and whipped cream like and bananas. Hashtag not sponsored. Yet. Quantum of sorbet. I'd be totally fine to be sponsored <laughs> by Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Tom? Uh, Martini flavored. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, pour moi, uh, I was going to talk about one thing, but you know what? I decided to change it because it's actually like two stories and they're rolled into one because it's about J.J. Abrams. So J.J. Abrams, Abrams. Uh, who did uh, Lost yes. on ABC and fucking every studio has been trying to catch that shit. And then he did a thing called Mission Possible 3 and it was like, whoa, a dark story with this dude and it's about his family and shit, right? So we all know J.J. Abrams. Then he did bad. a little little film called Star Wars Force well, He, I mean, he did, he produced Cloverfield Lane, Bad Robot was kind Star of He's done some stuff. Um, Everyone forgets Mission Impossible 3, which I think is the best one. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, it was, I saw it at a, a Comic-Con. So good. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, so he did Star Trek, and then he, so he reinvigorated Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, I was like, oh yeah, Chris Pine Love and shit, right? And then he did Force Awakens, and like, oh yeah, Star Wars, right? Yep. So <laughs> recently, Ryan Johnson. Uh, so recently on, on comic books, uh, we've been seeing on this thing that I went crazy about, we, it's a Web Four, and everyone's like, ooh, maybe it's gonna be Sam Raimi's Spider Man Four, right? Like, oh my god, fuck no, it's not gonna happen. A lot of people also thought that it meant Fantastic like Four, Four was gonna be in. J.J. Yeah. Abrams and his son are actually going to help write uh, a run on Marvel Comics for Spider-Man. Oh. So it'll be their own run, limited run, and all that stuff, which is pretty common. But the fact that J.J. Abrams being part of it, they kind of dissected the story and were like, hey, let's just do this. But another thing with J.J. Abrams is like, okay, he's working with Marvel a little bit. He's doing a lot of Disney stuff. Disney's paying him a lot of money, right? He's doing the last Star Wars film. But there has been a recent thing. It's not too recent. It's a little old now. But I think it's, bare to t- it's good to talk about it on the show um, that there was a bidding war for Bad Robot um, because Hulu is owned by Warner Brothers. Which is his production company. Yeah, for those Bad, of you Bad who don't Robot. know. And Hulu, which is a show that he produced, um, uh, which is Hulu, which actually is owned by Warner Brothers. Wait, um, what show did he produce? Castle Rock. You said oh, Hulu. You said Hulu the show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a Hulu show that he produced. Right. Castle Rock. Bad Robot that J.J. was part of. Um, so Disney, Apple, all these people are all in this bidding war for him. And it looks like the deal is about to close that Warner Brothers is going to close on him. Oh. And not so long ago, J.J. Abrams had a script for Superman flyby. 
and that never got made. And what does J.J. Abrams do really well? Create universes. Reboot. Oh. But he reboots some shit, right? So if some some kind of IP, I don't know, comic book shit, could fucking use a little J.J. Abrams magic. Yeah, little lens flare. There we go. See, so that's what my Batman needs: lens flares. I I would love it if he helped or helped produce the new uh, another Superman movie. Yeah, I'm excited for it. This this could get me excited for the DC. Huh? With just keep Cavill around, y'all. Yeah, just keep him. It's fine. But I love. J.J. Abrams is one of my most one of my favorite modern filmmakers. I just love the visual look of everything that he's done, including the lens flares. Uh, oh yeah, no, I give them and, shit, but they look beautiful. Yeah, they look freaking phenomenal. Like to start, yeah, Star Trek. We'll have to talk about that in a different day, but um, I mean, like in the most positive way. Yeah, but I know people who worked on it, so that could get me. His visual style would be interesting to see in the DCEU. I don't know what that would look like, and I don't, it's, well, just it's intriguing. His, just his overhead. You know, just him, because least. right now they're kind of they don't have a Kevin Feige. Yeah, and being a JJ Abrams being the Kevin Feige of a DC universe could be fucking. Crazy. I want him to sit J. J. still. Feige. If he's yeah. going to do it, he, he just, just sit still. Well, no, it, for a second, it would be him just overseeing it. He'd just be plotting everything. I love that you're jumping around all this much, but Me? between between franchises and universes. Oh yeah, yeah. but oh, well, because he's a hot commodity. Yeah, Everyone wants. And I get him. it. Everyone wants him, but I want him. I want him to pull a Feige and just sit down and just sit there for a minute. Plan some and well, he did, and then oversee it for he like let a his decade. Friend, do whatever he wanted, and that didn't work out. And then great. have the now he's got to fix it a decade from now. So yeah, JJ, I the, want an Endgame level movie in eleven years. The leaker reported number, quote unquote, the deal is about five hundred million dollars. <laughs> Jesus, and it's not like they own him, but it's like it's all, a small change. All bad. All bad. Point one percent of that would solve all my problems. How crazy is that? All of bad robots stuff like Bad Robot would be working out of Warner Brothers. Like pretty much how Nolan's working out of Warner Brothers for all his films but mm-hmm. you know they let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. They couldn't pay him to like lead the DCU because he's like no I'm going to make another movie about a man who lost his wife. Nice. Yep. I like it because I don't I feel like he can't he won't get shoved around. Well and JJ's a really good universe builder. Yeah. And he's really good at laying the blocks down and letting someone else pick it up and whatever they do with it it's whatever they do with it but then it's We haven't found the right person to pick it up yet though. Everything he's made, when someone else picks it up, it turns to shit. You're just like, right. come on. That's uh, the issue. Brad Bird did pretty good with uh, Mission Impossible 4. Yeah, anytime you say true, anything. But he didn't start that. Anytime I say person, anything. No, anytime Tom, you, you try to defend that. him, the other person is always going to say The Last Jedi. And you can't escape that. Okay, well. well, no, it's it's Last Jedi. It's lost. Went off the mm-hmm. deep end the last few seasons. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, they haven't the found the right Game people of Thrones. to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, that's all the news that I have. J.J. Uh, Abrams is fucking ruling the world as we speak. And that is our news for this week. Correct, Corey? My yes. news is that we have questions. Yes, we have questions. <laughs> so, like I mentioned briefly at the front, these are questions from you guys or our patrons. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a patron, you do get access with your questions. You get first access. Like but, a fast pass at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. but... Questions are always welcome from anybody, all our listeners. So questions at nerdon.tv. And like we said before, you can ask anything. So we're going to get into this. I like that you're still looking at the camera over there. It's I know. not there. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just got done filming. Not you made there me look. Completely. I was like, oh yeah, the camera. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> it's not even off. If it's it was not there, there. It's not there. <laughs> then I would be like, okay, he's like, whatever. Wow, well, guys, what a great plug for our YouTube channel to go watch our video yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Go watch our, our video episodes. See our faces. That was yeah. my plan all along. Nerdon.io backslash YouTube. Our first, first question, question is from Jackie S. A listener. So Jackie? 
And this is more of a personal to nerd on. What are your grump rankings? Who gets grump most often and so on? Mm. I think we decided we need to discuss this a little bit more. I think it's Ali and I I have an answer. So to elaborate a little bit more about a grump, if you haven't caught up on the show or anything like that, uh, it's pretty much whenever we rank something, it's one out of five. And the lowest of the group is the grump. So yeah. whoever out of all of us, if it's uh, a movie, if it's a Marvel movie, and we rank it, you know, one. Yeah. And well, no, grump. I mean, it's it's anyone who's the lowest. So yeah. let, let's say everyone except me does like 4.9 and I do 4.8. I'm still the grump of the week. Yeah. So it could yeah. still be like phenomenal ratings. Yeah. It's just whoever's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. Um, just not this week, Corey. I mean, I mean when we first probably... started, Tom, it was our joke. It was, it was our shtick. It was so oh, grumpy Tom. But then... Actually, I think the hierarchy is... Caitlin, Josh, Tom's in the middle, and then it's like me and Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I get really nitpicky, but I typically still like it overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, we do have slight differences in what our our scales are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and mine is actually skews lower. Like the things Caitlin's on your scale from four are to lower five. on my scale. Caitlin's is from four I to five. Barely get to a three. <laughs> if she like, ever, so three point five. If she unless, finishes unless, the movie, it's a four. Unless we do Hot Rod, in which case it will be like a one or a point two. Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. It's four point. Speaking of which, somebody out there, one of our fans, sent you a oh my hot rod god poster. Oh, yeah, we gotta get that. So mad. We gotta get no, that. We frame. have to post it right behind where Caitlin's. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that's Caitlin's. I'll feel it like burning. Or it has to be Caitlin's eyeline. Yeah. For for if we haven't actually said it, someone sent a poster in the of mail. Hot rod in the mail, addressed specifically to me to yeah. our PO box. Yeah, yeah. To make sure that I got whoever it. did that. This is for you with no, no name. Do not applaud that. No, you all stop. I, I thought it was brilliant because there was no name, there was no hint. Yeah, there's it was no amazing. way. I Thank can, you for the no only other could, person who clapped with me. I can't believe they just high five oh, we in front of again. me. Get out! Stop it! Oh. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I so think that's a good ranking. So thank you for high-level I mean, trolling. To, to elaborate by. just a little bit, just to have yeah, yeah, that. Uh, you want to go a little bit you, about like what your scale, yeah. what that means to you? Because so, all our scales are a little different to us. For me, I'll start with the high end because the low end, it's a little murkier. Make it quick now. The high end, well, <laughs> you know, it's five. You just asked him a fucking question <laughs> and he said two words, you uh, speed up. <laughs> Jesus, that's the right. joke. Thanks. <laughs> so, my, so my 4.0 is what I would consider to be like a really good film. Good GPA. Mm-hmm. Like... It's solid. I will. I, I there's a good chance that I might purchase it, like and own it and be and happy to watch it anytime. Uh, and then that scale really, I think there's more. There's some technical aspects to it, but there's a lot of emotional, like subjective stuff that leads up to the five. And so the five to me is like, it might. It, it's my perfect movie. Five. So like yeah, five. Yeah. And I agree. Like you don't have a single qualm about it. Right. Like, or I might have qualms, but it's like there's I'll, I'll so wait. much more Frozen. positive to it that it's like Frozen. 5.0. Frozen yeah. Garbage movie, but it's well made. <laughs> sure. Sure. No. Kidding. Whatever you want to think. He just stared into another dimension when you said it. He was like, <sighs> uh, yeah. he saw the end of the universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's we all have different scales. Corey yeah. has to blow. Sometimes the five. joke is that Caitlin and I, I mean, you more often, Caitlin, are, I like the movie, but we tend to like the things. Yeah. And the, I think it's our upbringings, the things, the experiences that we've had, and how we rate things. Uh, yeah. I've also, as a pro tip, I will never rate. We we're talking we're talking about this before. I, I Disney is a special place in my heart, and Batman. I rare, I very rarely. Well, of course, Batman. We don't have to. We don't even have to mention Batman. It's like yeah. It's like six. It's a given. That's yeah. the, the breaks the scale. The it's secret even, name of nerd. Off. It can't be part of the conversation because it breaks the scale. So it's right, like, right, 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 right. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. 
forgot what I was gonna. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll never. I rarely uh, do a whole number as a score. Yeah, because oh. I feel like you're you're with you got to be like within something one a of range. these one of these numbers. Yeah. For me, kind of. my my like be a 4. I treat 1 or the four 3. to five 9. range as a very special area to be in. It has yeah, to like it's got to be special affect me in a way. I have to leave the theater thinking about it for four to five because I'm me, with time. I'm like I'm not. I wouldn't call four a masterpiece. Right, but it's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of films fall in like the, if it's three point five and up, I I liked it. Anything below that, I'm probably like I probably wouldn't buy this. I probably wouldn't go pay to see it again. But if it's on USA, I'll watch it. Right. And then below a three, I'm like no. For me, yeah, like exactly. you'll you'll Same. probably hear me say a lot of three point nine, and those are like the movies like I really really like it, but I don't think I'll ever read a textbook about it. Hmm. And yeah. that's why I usually say fours are like I call them masterpieces because like I would probably buy it and I can imagine it being read mm-hmm. in a book. Like I remember reading like. About collateral. I remember reading about like Avatar or Lord of the Rings. I remember re- like, and I have different variation em- emotional ties to those films. But it's like I can't ignore the craftsmanship of the film. Yeah. Um. It doesn't matter if I've really liked it, but it's like I, I see the the work that it takes to make this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Five for me, like kind of what you said, like it could have all the fucking problems in the world, but I love it so much. Or blah blah. blah I put it in that place. Fives are almost like a personal level for me. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Where yeah. they're like. Yeah, it's not as good as this movie, but it's like this sub, like it goes beyond the medium for me because it starts talking about things that are important in my life yeah, or it, exactly. I think or affected about, you in a certain way or important mm-hmm. about filmmaking in yeah. itself. Um, yeah. Because I'm storytelling. Mean, yeah, it's like it, uh, comparing Birdman to Endgame. Like Endgame it changes the way that we look at films in one way, and Birdman talks about film yeah. in another way. And it's like, how do they both compete if they're fives? They're like two different movies. One's a blockbuster, one's an art film. Yeah. And uh, but like you will rarely hear me say anything lower than a three. Actually, yeah. I tend to like I like to pick it apart and dissect the movie, but I don't like to like bring it down. That's where my emotions can take over, mm-hmm. and I'm used to I'm used to guiding myself more through uh, like the my emotional experience as opposed to my like awareness of the technical features of the film. That's yeah. my so that can lean heavily on my score. Well, mine's the same way, and it. And it and if you go back and listen to stuff like Firefly and stuff like that, I, one th- the thing that gets me a lot is when things are unnecessary. Yeah. And that'll really bring a score down for me. Yeah. If I go like, there was no reason for this thing If I happen. go lower than a two Alan, point, two dicks. If I, if I go lower, honestly, if I go lower than a three, really, it's it, it means that I generally never really want to see it again. And then the the only reason it has positive scores is because I'm finding the, the re- redeeming yeah. values. If, if I go so lower... It's like, so it, it's a shitty thing to say, but like... No, no, no. I, it's if it's I, my emotional kind of thing taking over. If I go to a lower than a f- three, then it's because I found too many technical errors. Right. And I feel like this film should not have been greenlit mm-hmm. with exactly. with not enough like yeah. craftsmanship. Like it could have like to me, but the thing is like if I find there's a lot of heart in it and it has all the continuity errors yeah. in the world or all of the like goofs, then I'm like, I'm fine. I'll still put that over a, a two point so, like, nine. My one to three is like a mini scale onto itself of yeah. like this is a bad movie, but how bad was it? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Mine are, my rating is usually based on my experience because that's how I was raised. You're going yeah. for a ride. So my, I'm Same. going for a ride. It's like, yeah. little and like the. You're kind of Kevin Smith it's in that way. the, did I enjoy it? Did I have fun? And like the qualms where they come into play is where they affect, they affect my experience. Like uh, this past week's episode of Toy Story, there was a certain qualm that I had that affected not my enough experience. Keanu. Yeah, not enough Keanu or Batman. Um, <laughs> Never enough but Batman. But some qualms will take me out of the film, so thus I'm not experiencing it. And yeah. so, but some films I'm like, I experienced the whole thing and this is fun, this is great, and I don't find anything wrong with it or whatever. 
So I'm a little forgiving, I think. Yeah. But I am everybody's ultra, ultra forgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maximum forgiveness levels. Like I don't even think they said sorry to you. The, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think there's ever even been a movie where I felt like I wanted to walk out ever. And I've seen a lot of bad movies. You probably never I watched Hot couple. Rod. <sighs> I did watch Hot Rod, but I couldn't leave. Um, <laughs> but you wanted to. No, I didn't. I wanted because to you like the movie. I no, I wanted to see <laughs> if there was anything redeemable about it. Well, yeah. I guess it was redeemable enough to watch it. I saw the end yeah. and was like, well, except for the characters, the writing, the jokes, the cinematography, and the score. Infuriating. Yeah, there was nothing else that could have redeemed it. <laughs> but I mean, the whole point of this is to just kind of. I'm sorry to. What I love is what just happened. You love Hot Rod, yeah. Corey. That's exactly what this you podcast absolutely is. hate it. Yeah. That's what the show is about. Yeah. It's about expressing those yeah. and how we're all different. And so our grump scale is... Vastly different for who it is, yeah. whoever it is. So it's very, it's very that, interesting. I love that I'm like, yeah, I'm like the, the last one to be a grump. And then I'm like, I, I hate, hate this movie. Um, but yeah, no, I everything is like, I can always find value in something. So even if there are tons of qualms and even if the craftsmanship isn't yeah. there or whatever, I just don't notice it as much because I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Good time. Uh, but everybody. to answer the second part, who's the grump the most? It's me and Ali. Yeah. Recently, sure. at least. Yeah, recently. Probably me recently, actually. I think it's me the most right yeah. now. I think there was Are a shift okay, where buddy? I was like, I have to stop being like, I actually sat down and thought about my scale and thought about. But the thing is also, scores. like, when you guys are the grump, it's dwarfed. It's like, like when I'm the grump, it's like everyone's a 3.5, I'm a 3.0. When you guys are the grump, everyone's at like a 3.9 and you guys uh, are at 1.2. Not always. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not always. There's been times. But there can There's be. been a lot of times where I'm the grump by like 0. Yeah. 0.2. Yeah, I like barely. 0. 0.3. Make you the grump. Every once in a while, like some recent ones have been like full two points below. Which is, but, wow. I think that's why this, it's great that there's five of us. Yeah. So like, you know, if there was just me, and, if me and Tom had a, pro- had a podcast, we would both like love on Batman or something. Yeah. And then like a fifth person wouldn't, would maybe have it. Well, I mean, the. Opinion. Well, we'd be Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard, and that's why you just should only. There's been movie. a yeah. there's been a journey for me too. I mean, going through this. I mean, if you listen to Nerd on Vanilla, like I barely had ever. Why did I be vanilla? Why can't be chocolate? Because um, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to sit down and kind of. But then I, I've also had to realize that it's okay to not know, have qualms. To not have qualms. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's okay to love things. It's also okay to critique the things you love. Yeah. Well, it's also yeah. okay. Like qualms don't correlate your score. Right. Yeah. Next question uh, comes from our patron, Dana P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Shut your, up. and here's where the silly questions come in. Oh. If your sweat smelled like a type of food, what would you want it to be? That's I know. A good question. What? Fresh mint. Okay. Wow. Like when you, you rub the leaf and then you can like smell. Oh, that is a good. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, it's super fresh. It's cooling. Yeah. It's nice. It could be a daytime smell and a nighttime smell. Yeah. That's Perfect. A good, that's a good answer. Nice. That's a solid answer. Vanilla. Is that a tell that people would figure out over time? Probably. Mine's when vanilla sweating, for sure. Get 100%. Minty. Vanilla. <laughs> vanilla. Nice. <laughs> like like uh, cooked vanilla. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a great one. Thank you. Josh? I'm still thinking it okay. out. I've got some that are rattling in my brain. Uh, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, oh. Yeah. That yeasty, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Tom? 
I'm trying to figure out what sweat, what smell turns on women the most because I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, want to smell like something that tastes good it. to me, or Vanilla. else, I, or else I would get really fucking hungry at night. You know, because I like I have cold sweats or some shit. I'm like I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> the smell of being a responsible adult. Mm. <laughs> That's what the food I eat every day. It's for breakfast every morning. Um, Let's go with a lavender. Yeah, actually, I would say lavender. Actually, yeah, that's or, a good one. or or like honey. <gasps> honey, Ooh. honey would be good. Oh, honey, honey, yeah. honey, 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 honey. Does honey yeah. smell like anything? Yes, yeah. smells sweet. Dang it! What like warm honey? I would get oh, eaten yeah, alive I was like, at I was, night. Yeah, I was like, I can't think of. I know what honey tastes like, but it doesn't have a very strong odor. I've been drinking a lot. Yeah, since my last episode when so I had that, yeah. I had no throat or oh, no yeah. voice. All right, Josh, time's up. Oh, man, it's really hard because like when we got this question, I was like. <laughs> I'm like, do something for you. Oh, you got to answer. Pick a smell for you. Yeah. Fart. I, mean, the, I, didn't smell. I didn't think mint was on the table. Yeah, and I love the smell of mint. What was your original answer, though? Well, I was thinking, like, would I want to smell like pizza or burgers? And I thought, no, I don't. I'm I love hungry. pizza and stuff like that, but you're not always ready to eat. I don't think I want to smell like that all the time. Things that but you can ingest. But something that's like young on track, though, is mint. Mint honey? That's a thing, right? It is now. I, I like mint honey tea. Like well, you, you have can, mint tea you with can, honey in it. You can put honey in your mint tea. Yeah, you do whatever you want. Like you're a mint an adult. Julep? A you're mint an adult. Julep? No, it's I'm not a mint adult. julep. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> but that sounds like glorious. Like, yeah, there you go. Mint smell honey. Like mint that's, honey. That's Josh's answer. I'm sure at it's the a same time. Like yes. a hot toddy. That was a fun question. Yeah. Oh man. All right, next question. We're Here going we go. down the rabbit hole a little bit. Comes from Jeremy M, another one of our patrons. Shout out. Neuro Nation. So this is a little bit longer one. So. Disney Plus is reportedly developing a Marvel What If series that mm. explores one-off hypothetical premises. What would each of you pick as a premise for one of those episodes? This could be based on an existing Elseworld-style non-canon story or one you make up. Mm. What If stories. What If stories. Mm -hmm. Marvel uh, did a run of Star Wars comics. Mm. I would love a... It's ongoing. Well, yeah. those ones are ongoing. I would love a What If... Obi-Wan if they're not going to make the movie. That would be my choice. What he did in the time between episode three and episode four. There's a really good run they did when uh, Darth Vader had to get his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the... But that's... that. The one I want is is literally what he did in that time. His... How he watched over Luke and the family. Did he fight anyone off while mm -hmm. he was on Tatooine who tried to maybe... Found out that like, oh, the... You know, Vader's son is on Tatooine and like maybe he sabotaged their plans or whatever. I just yeah. want... I want to... I would love like five episodes of that, hour-long episodes. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan between three and four. Perfect. Starring Ewan McGregor? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's the <laughs> only one who can play that role for me. So there you go. There you have it. Nice. Max? I have one. Yeah, go on. I, I have one. As uh, <laughs> I am wearing the shirt of one Carol Danvers. Uh, Fears. Captain Marvel. I would love to see... Uh, a show or a movie or a series of movies, probably a show. Season I'd say, plus series. What off with Brie Larson? Um, oh yeah, season. Well, they can. Okay. Anyways, uh, Disney Plus series starring Brie Larson. The timeline is is the five years in between the snap. Ah. The five years ah. later that we get. In, so in she's game. just cooking, camping with the the scroll, making s'mores. Yeah. Go do that. She, we can see her get mm, her haircut. You know, uh, she has intergalactic powers, saving tons of planets. Because you know, she says like. What happened here is happening everywhere, except you guys, they don't have Avengers, But we're guys. not going to show you it because... Because uh, <laughs> things and things. So I want that. I want like, what like, kind of stuff's happening? Just stuff. Just well, there's, stuff. there's blue cats. space. I'm busy. There, there's blue cats somewhere, and they have unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Josh? Uh, and it's always a, kryptonite. Maybe a romance with uh, War Machine? Don Cheadle? 
Oh. Starring John Cheadle. Well, there was no romance to have yet in between. Well, that's why we got five maybe years, some, maybe maybe some video five years. You're gonna have you can get, get the married. Wife. You can have kids. <laughs> it's what a what if. if. It's a what if. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I think a what if that has always been. If it's specific to Marvel, for me. A big what if is what if Adam Warlock? It's gonna sound is it pedantic. Or just Disney. It's, in it's just Disney developing Plus. a Marvel oh, okay, what then, if. Yeah. Okay. Um, I because now I've read those that series, I've gotten a lot of love for Adam Warlock, and this sounds so pedantic. But like Infinity War, That's there are some things work. that with the MCU that I would have loved to have seen that I didn't get. So it's one of those things that what if all of the characters that I saw that I read in Infinity War, I loved what they did. It would be a fun what if to see everything yeah. together. Like, have the X-Men in there. Have everybody in there. Like, this big, like, there were a lot of superheroes, like, in this recent Endgame. No. A lot. Yes. But there were some heroes that had things that they did in the series that I was like, I would really like to see that. Yeah. Just a sure. what if. Yeah. What if we did that? What if Keanu Reeves was Adam Warlock? That's generally how I feel about the DCEU, Tom. Well, that's why your your fucking story wow. is stupid. Um, wow. That became a dig. Uh, wow. I missed that whole thing. Well, I was going to say, Josh, uh, you should read Marvel Zombies. You, maybe you should read it, Tom. I did. I did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I was only you should read because I know you love zombies. And it's like, do that story. Yeah. Um, mine would probably be like if they had the rights to Fox already. And they had the Fantastic Four already. I would love to see. They do have the rights to Fox already, but they've already done Civil War as yes. a story. Oh, so you're saying if they had it then, and they did the Civil War story at this uh, point. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the aftermath of Civil War because what happens afterwards? Reed and Susan Storm take different sides, and so at the end of it all, um, Susan and Reed Richards go to off world and do like marriage counseling. And who takes over. So you still got Ben Grimm, the thing, and you still got Johnny Storm, Human Torch. But then Black Panther and Storm join the Fantastic Four. Whoa. And so I would love to see like a mini series with that where it's like, cool, let's just see how the status quo has changed. And then like how the the rest of the world, like do they go to the Backstreet Building? Do they go to Wakanda? What, what, What happens? Like now you have pretty much a god. I heard Backstreet Building. Baxter like, building where they work out. No, I don't. Um, but <laughs> then also, boy building. But yeah. also, then you see like how does Doctor Doom right. fight them, right? Yeah. So, um, I just can't wait for Doctor Doom. Kaylin, um, what if? What if Galadriel took the ring? So and, it's not Marvel though. I don't care. But that's the question's Marvel. Does it? Was it specifically? <laughs> it's Disney and yeah. Marvel. Okay. What? If, but I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> well. I thought about that because I, I thought it had opened it up to anything else. But um, my other my Marvel thought universe. specifically Marvel was what if um, Captain America, because of his like soldier serum or whatever, yeah. gave him the ability to suck other people's powers out of them. Mor- uh, Morbius, Michael Morbius, the vampire, yeah. living, the living vampire. Yeah. Right. And then mm. he had to like face off against Infinity. Rogue. Like, like Rogue. He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he doesn't suck powers, but he just sucks life out of his hands. Uh, not not like life, Rogue. but like takes their abilities uh, yeah. and like Rogue. makes them like mortal. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, but, uh, I'm thinking of Avatar for whatever reason. Avatar the Last Airbender. Where you could take away the bending? It'd take away the bending, but then he absorbs it. Yeah. Yeah, rather than, I dig that. Yeah. I watch that. Oh, yeah. fucking. Uh, I had Wolverine and but also what Steve Rogers in World War II. <laughs> <sighs> what if Marvel owned Lord of the Rings? Oh uh, my, my addendum to that uh, that I just remembered for the Star Wars one is I would also watch a Young Lando series. 
because I that's I don't give a fuck about Solo. Like that yeah. that was whatever. But it introduced us to Young Lando, and I was really excited for that movie. And it's not going to happen now. Nope. Which I'm really sad about. So I would like the what if. What if that happened? I don't care. What if it happened? <laughs> yeah. What if, what if God was, was about to tell you something, Corey? What? No, I'm just. That's what threw me off, mm. uh, and why I went Gladriel route is because you were like, oh, Star Wars. Star but, Wars. Yeah, and Marvel. I was like, Marvel does it, owns the comic rights to Star Wars. Now I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um. I just want to do da, one da, da, more da, what da. if, and I think they've already rolled us into the main. Disney com- owns Marvel, and then. Disney on Star Wars, so Infinity. I think they've Gauntlet they've already done yeah. they've already rolled this in the main continuity, but there's a really cool change to the character. So in another future, um, the Punisher Frank Castle, like they're all the wars are been killed and all that stuff, and he actually retires in Asgard. And when he's about to die, he goes to Valhalla. And that's where heroes go to die. Um, Ca- but then Frank when Castle? He, what the yeah. Frank Castle? But then when he does, he makes a deal with I think Mephisto, and he's like, I don't want to die. And he becomes a ghost rider in space. <laughs> and so he pretty much looks like Buzz Lightyear with the fucking tube. What? Going. And he's ghost rider. But the thing is, he was in hell for such a long time. He pretty much becomes Deadpool. And he goes like crazy. Oh. And it's really wow. fucking Wow. And I was like, I would love to fucking see that. But we're never going to see John Bernthal. Here's an image of it, guys. Yeah. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Whoa. Oh, wow. And so it's like, oh, it's nice. Johnny Blaze in space. No, it's fucking Frank Castle. Nice. Wow. And Those are had, the questions. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. That's it. We made it. What if Gladriel T3? No. <laughs> no. What if Disney owned Lord of the Rings is what you just asked. Yeah, I did. Um, Warner Brothers dead hands. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you, no. uh, we need Jackie, Warner Brothers Dana. now more than anything. Thank you, Jackie, Dana, Jeremy, for your questions. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Again. Mom, for giving birth to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shout out. Thank you for listening. Again, if you would like to submit your questions, send out to questions at nerdon.tv at that Internet email. That, that our uh, internet address. Internet address. Um, but yeah, check out our website if you are new to NerdOn. NerdOn.tv has all the information about all of our shows that we do. We have three. NerdOn the Podcast, which is yeah. once a week. This show, once a week. And Trope Time, hosted by our friends Nikki and Izzy. Yeah. Once a month. We also stream on Sundays. Yes, we do. We stream on Sundays. We've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, we've got a lot going on, but check us out, nerdon.tv. Share us with your friends, your family. Drop a review on Apple Podcasts. It does help, and we like that. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, you know the drill. As always, Nerdon!